Welcome, 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 everybody, to the Opinionated Brother Podcast with your boy Devontae. And this is no episode. This is the after dark and the whip solo. No one's gotta know. No one's gotta know. What's going on, everybody? Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Opinionated Brother Podcast with your boy Devontae. And this is the After Dark After Hours episode eight, man. What's happening with y'all, bro? We are back, and you know what? Today's I'm riding solo and dolo. Yeah, and we riding solo dolo today. You know the boys gonna be here today, and that's all right. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to the fellas, Cordell and Patrick. Shout out to them. You know what I'm saying? But um, today we're gonna ride solo. There's no reason for it, right? There's no reason for it. But, but. We are also taking call-ins today. So this is going to be fun. You understand what I'm saying? We're taking call-ins today. We're taking multiple calls from people. Now, mind you, my phone is off, right? So I do have a text app, okay? So um, from this text app, this is going to be like the central um, the central number for the Opinionated Brother podcast. So for future references... If you would like to ever call in on After Dark Specials, because that will be the only time you call in. Listen, let me say this right now. I got this number, um, and literally, it was just because my phone was off, right? But I don't use the actual number on the text app or the text and call app because literally everybody that I communicate with is either over social media or... (laughs) is over uh, iMessage, in which if you have an iPhone, you can just send me your number and we can literally just FaceTime audio or something like that, like make it easy on both of us, you know? So if you would like to call in for After Dark uh, episode and would like to, you know, talk your shit, you know what I'm saying, and talk your mess and everything, that number will be 616-952-4467. That is 616 616- Nine five two four four six seven. Now we do have a couple call-ins ready to call in already. Like I just pumped this out. You know, I got home. Listen, you ever got home ready to shit? Like you? Like I just got off work real time right now. It's Tuesday, five fifty-five p.m. You understand what I'm saying? After dark, after hours. Not really dark outside. It's very, it's very sunny. It's very beautiful outside today. You know, I felt in the energy, in the spirit to do to do the after dark today. And I was just like, man, it's such a beautiful day. You know, Grand Rapids has been having some good days and everything. But um, yeah, you ever been like in a mode to where like you got a shit? Like, I, you know, I, my days end at about five, right? I work eight to five. And, you know, it was like 4.55. And have y'all ever been in that, that position? Where you got a shit so bad, but you got five minutes on the clock, right? And your door locks at five o'clock. So, like, if I would have left my bag in the office, I would have had to literally call the security guard to let me in, right? So, I was contemplating. It was like 4.55. Me and my boss are in the office. And it's 4.55, and I stand up, and I'm like, damn, I got a shit. I got a poo-poo. I got a boo like a motherfucker. I said, shit, but it's 4.55. Hmm, do I go shit 
take that 10 minutes because I know there's going to be 10 minutes because I have to sit there. Right. When I when I shit, I have to literally sit there, you know, let the shit come out of me. Right. And don't let it be like something because I ate BK today. Right. You know what I'm saying? You know, I know a lot of you are like, why you eating that, Devontae? Why you eating that shit? Okay, hush. I don't care. It was lunchtime. I didn't have nothing on my stomach all day I needed to eat. Okay, so I got me some chicken tenders and some fries. So, of course, a nigga going to be shitting, shitting, shitting. You understand what I'm saying? So, listen. We get, you know, uh, I, I had the bubble guts like a motherfucker. And I was like, damn. Should I go and shit? Or should I wait? Because I usually walk home, Right? It only takes me about 30 minutes to get home walking. And I know a lot of y'all are like, God damn, that's long. But some of y'all are just lazy. So that's another topic for another day. <laughs> but literally, I'm like, damn, should I just walk? So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to just wait. Walk home. Man, as soon as I got home, bro, I had to shit. Do you hear me? And I did exactly what I was going to do if I was shitting at, the, uh, at, 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 at my job. And I know a lot of y'all be like, you shit at your job? Absolutely. You don't. Bro, because if you got to shit, you better go. Okay, I don't care where you shit. Okay, no, you know what? Let me let me let me get in touch with my cousin right now, cause she wants to call in. Hold on, cause I I want to ask her, does she shit every? Hold on, cause I don't think I don't think it's a, it's, it's um it's gonna be a problem if you shit places. You understand what I'm saying? Cause I feel like people just hold in their bowels. You know, I don't get why people just hold in their bowel syndrome. You know, like, <laughs> and I'm being funny, but for real, why do y'all hold it in? You know, y'all don't want to, what, funk up the goddamn, uh, y'all don't want to funk up the, 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 the smell, or I'm, I'm, the smell. Y'all don't want to fuck up the, 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 the bathroom? Bro, y'all do it at your house. Like, what do you mean? Oh, they don't got no spray. Bro, you better just go. You gonna feel consecrated doing all that shit. You gonna feel like a damn rock doing all that shit, bro. Like, that's gonna be a lot. Hold on, y'all. We got a call in. Hello. What's the deal? What's the deal? What's the deal? Yo, yo. Yo. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. So, y'all, I got my cousin Amber McCall on the motherfucking podcast right now on the After Dark. So, listen. So, listen. Cousin, we, um, we, I'm talking right now about, like, shitting. Right. So, do you, where, where do you shit? Do you Maybe shit like? I, I know that's right. God damn it! Cause I just be feeling like people. Cause I, I I had to like I had five minutes on the clock right before work, okay. and you know I was contemplating like, damn, should I go shit or should I just go home to work? But if I, I would, I but I couldn't cause I had five minutes, and if I had the five, it, the the door would have locked on me. You know what I'm saying? My office would have okay. locked on me. It would have been bad, so I wouldn't have had my bag. So I had to walk home. You know what I'm saying? So I walked home, went to uh, got home, and I shit it, man. I had to shit. So I, because you know, it's like people, people be like, "Why you be shitting?" And like, you know, people be having them little, them little weird ass syndromes and shit. Don't be wanting to shit everywhere. I mean, I get it's it. It's so weird to me, like when people say, like, I don't, I don't care, like what, what I'm doing or where I'm at. Like, I will not go to the public restroom. I'm like, well, that's you shitting me, shit. Because <laughs> I have to go as long as the fucking toilet is manageable. No legit, no legit, cause I gotta go every time. You feel me? G- Listen, because they be having them rough ass paper towels. They be cutting my ass. Okay, period. Who got? They ain't got no charm. What's up with well, y'all? Sometimes cheap? if the bathroom empty and it's dead, I fuck around and go wet some 
shit. Like, I'm, I'm not about to play with this. You, like, you gonna wet it on some. <laughs> so you gonna get up naked as hell and go to the fucking scene. <laughs> look, it only be what all of six, seven feet away from me. And then, uh, <laughs> I'm dead as fuck. I sure will. I mean, um, I'm fucking sleep. Or I would literally come out the bathroom. Like, I'll literally like come out the bathroom. Like I'm coming out the bathroom. Uh-huh. Wet some tissue and I'll go back in that motherfucker. So, so have you ever went into a bathroom and seen niggas with like, uh, like you go into a bathroom and you go into the toilet? Like, do you have a specific toilet that you go to? Like, if you, uh, like if you know, like yeah, yeah. Uh, when I'm out in public, I always try to use the handicap store. Okay. It's maybe bigger. That's or perfect. Like, I fuck with that. I fuck with that. Because you know what? I went into a stall today. And it was my stall. You know what I'm saying? It's uh, it's the one all the way in the back. Because that's the one that's the biggest. Okay? Because I'm a tall nigga. I need to sit here. And if I'm shitting out my whole life, I need to be able to sit here and spread my legs. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I need to be able to sit here and be... <laughs> I need to be... You fit. Come on, girl. Come on, girl. Knees be touching the wall and everything. I'll be like, all right, bitch. So, literally, I walk into my, my favorite stall, and my nigga, it is literally spots of shit in the motherfucking toilet. And I said, how can y'all be this nasty? I don't understand. How can y'all be this nasty? Like, who came in my bathroom? Like, that is the most disgusting thing I've ever... Like, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. But you know what? Have you heard about this R. Kelly mess? Listen, they don't find. Listen, we talked about this last week on the show. R. Kelly, did I talk about it last week? Because I don't give a fuck about R. Kelly now. Um, we talked about this on the show last week. R. Kelly, you know, they found twenty more videos and shit. Well, allegedly, they found twenty more videos of him. Blah 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 blah. And uh, uh, the prosecutor said that they weren't true. Right. So fast forward to now, um, he's damn near locked up. And his girlfriend, who was 21, one at least one, one, of the one of the girlfriends, I'm sorry, right, right, to your point, one of the girlfriends is 21, Ezra, I think I said her name right, I don't know, I thought I probably butchered it, but whatever, um, she is out here living, I guess, her best life, question mark, uh, you know, um, she's, the brown skin, like the, the brown skin, yes, like, the brown, like brown skin one and the dark skin one, is that the dark skin one, that's the dark skin one with the, uh, the short hair, that's the, that's the, yes, 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 that's her. First of all, what I didn't, uh, what I didn't understand was she made a video and posted it and posted it in the Rache room posted it. And basically she was like, well, um, you know, to everybody that's concerned about me, don't be concerned. I'm 21, 22. I'm grown. I can make my own decisions. And you know, I love our, you know, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but that's basically what she said. You know what I'm saying? Like, huh? You know, I was I was watching The Breakfast Club earlier today, and I was like, yo, DJ Envy was like, I don't care if you're 21, 22. I'm bringing me, your mama, your grandma, your grandma, your auntie, your uncles, your cousins, and we whooping your ass. Oh, God. Flat out. Flat out. You about to get the ass whooping from hell. 
flat out. Like, we gonna let you, we gonna barely let, let you live, just a little bit. Okay. Just a little bit, okay? Like, just a little bit. But, like, what, in that situation, first of all, do you fuck with R. Kelly? I don't, I, I, no, and, and just not to. Not anymore at this moment. <laughs> is no. he canceled for you? How deep? Really into like right within like the last year, but yeah, at the point where they like dropped the documentary and I like really started looking into it, I think I canceled R. Kelly like the minute I found out that like him and Aaliyah had got married like way before the documentary. I canceled him when I found out he damn near like married Aaliyah because he was like fucking on her and he it was like somehow he had uh, it was a possibility that she had got pregnant, which was why he got married. Or something about him giving her like the wait 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 hold 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 up wait a minute wait a minute say that again listen because I okay y'all because we getting some tea here because listen I didn't know this about Aaliyah okay I okay so so let me let me let me let me further this okay I knew to the extent that Aaliyah and Aaliyah was like 15 16 when she was fucking with R Kelly or or. Wow. Like, she was like, yeah, she was like 14. 14 still a baby. Period. Period. Still a baby. So, I didn't know. So, apparently, um, uh, you know when Wendy dropped, um, actually, I found out about that when Wendy dropped uh, the Aaliyah, when, Aaliyah uh, when Wendy Williams dropped the Aaliyah movie. Yeah. Around then is when I had found out, like I had just Googled some shit. Um, and we'll always go. they were saying that it was alleged that he had gave her BD. Oh. And, uh, it was like speculation of her being pregnant, even though that was like never really confirmed, but speculation of her being pregnant. And he had gave her an STD, which was why like he felt so compelled to marry her. Ew. Outside of just the fact that he just loved the little ass girl. Like, <laughs> that, that was like more of the reason of why they went ahead and did it. But I feel like... Yeah, like OBT, they asked her, well, how old are you? And she never used to give, like, straight up answers. She always laughed, like, oh, so I'm about shit. But wow, baby. She was playing her role. She, and, like, she was playing I feel her like role. Aaliyah played her role. When it came to her age, like, Aaliyah played her role. Right. Because, like, it shouldn't be no reason that she was making, like, at 15, uh, age ain't nothing but a number. Like, and her parents was, like, allowing her to sing that. Whether it was, like, musically or artist, like, as an artist or whatever. Like, it's just, like, a level. Like a she, that, that, I mean, as a parent, and they like let her pass it. Facts. That's B- really what uh, her life is. Just big fact. I, mean, I I definitely agree with you. Yeah, I I definitely agree with you on that. Like they shouldn't have let her pass that. And here's the thing: a lot of people are not sitting here blame. I don't even want to say blaming, but blaming the parents. In a sense, like as a parent, I can't let you. Like, and, and then I'm thinking about at the time, too. Sex music was the shit. How many of us have gotten made to 96 music? I mean, I'm pretty sure I... Damn near, damn near everybody, everybody that was uh, born between 90 and 95 got made to some type of sex music from the 80s and the 90s. And it was probably, I know, shit, I know I was made to bump and grind for sure. Okay? For sure. No cap. 
But but to understand, like to understand everything, it's, it's so many factors that play into it. Because I love Aaliyah, and I wasn't catching all of this shit until people was really posting it on on social media. Like, man, this nigga was talking about age baby mom. Like, oh my god! Like when everything hit the fan with R. Kelly, I was like, damn, nigga. And I wasn't even listening to R. Kelly for real before the shits hit the fan. Right? I wasn't even. I think I think his last album that I fucked with was like. Um, what was the song? Ooh, I wanna lick you like an Oreo. Something like that. It was like it was like something like that. And I was like, oh no, bro, you old. It's, you tired. You tired. You know, and now you 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 made a 20-minute song talking about I apologize or I regret it, whatever. Something like that. But the whole Aaliyah situation, like, I wish. Cause that that was man, I wish. And honestly, we have to look at a Leah situation and just be like, yo, we have to learn from that. You, sh- We should not be having our 15, 16, 17-year-old daughters or, or girls or goddaughters or whatever, cousins, whatever, singing that type of, you know, secular music. However, however, I've also said on this show that we come, we are a product of where we come from. And for so long... No, and nobody will talk about this. Secular music, aka sex music, was always a part of the black culture. Period. Period. That shit damn near came about around like the by the time like the blues and like R and B. Yes, like around the fifties and sixties. Absolutely, like it got heavy during like the fifties and sixties. It was just coded different. Mm -hmm. Like niggas want. Exactly. They lingos back in the day was way different than what we got. We saying bitch, fuck, suck this, lick my ass, suck my dick, eat my pussy. Exactly. Okay. We got sexual healing. We know what this. We know what that is. Don't play with us, man. Don't play with us. But you know what? Cause I appreciate you for calling in. I love you. No problem. I thank you, baby. I will see you later. No problem. Love you. Love you. Listen, y'all, shout out to my cousin for coming on, getting a call in. But listen, on some real shit, speaking of, like, R. Kelly, this shit, like, R. Kelly is now in jail for real, and it's just it's just way too much. You understand what I'm saying? Like, he's doing, I think Ezra is just doing a lot right now, you know, doing a lot for R. Kelly to keep his name um, mentioned in the media, um, because for we, we have to understand that whether it's uh good publicity or bad publicity is 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 publicity. You understand what I'm saying? His name is in there. So, you know, I remember J.D. Pickett Smith asking a question last I think last year when uh when the uh, R. Kelly documentaries got dropped and she was like, well why is his streams going up? Because it doesn't matter if it's good or bad, it's going to be just publicity. And people still love R. Kelly and defend him to this day. To this day. Still defend him. No cap. Like, literally defend him to this day. So what, What? you know, it's always going to be somebody. Listen, people don't fuck with my podcast. You obviously see that people do. You understand what I'm saying? Listen, you're not going to get all this... The support is always going to be there for him because his music is so transcending. Let me say this one time. His music is transcending and has transcended a lot of our lives in the black community. We cannot deny that. And that is all facts. 
However, Robert Kelly needs to get himself together. Okay? That's why I love podcasts like the Mental Matters Podcast. That's why I love podcasts like the Let's Talk Bruh Podcast. Because they're breaking down generational norms, bro. We're, they're breaking down gen- generational norms. You understand what I'm saying? Breaking down generational curses, talking about, yay, we have to sit here and get our minds right, people. We got to sit here and get our minds right. It just can't be sitting out here just, just acting like we're just okay when literally we're not okay. And Lowe's, Robert Kelly, not R. Kelly, Robert Kelly was not okay for 20, damn near all his life. Since, since when he allegedly said he got raped, when he got raped, it wasn't okay. And we have to be, we as black people have to stop sitting here and closing the door. Because if it's happening in your family and you're not saying nothing, then you're trash. Sorry, I'm calling it like I see it. If it's happening in your family and you're not saying anything. If you're letting it happen, if somebody came to you and they said, no, that's not happening, bruh, we are in 2019. Do you know who, how many how many places you can call? You don't just have to go to your family at that point. But if you did, you know, I'm sorry, you need to. It needs to come out. It needs to be said. Yo, you touched me inappropriately. Yo, he's touching me or she's touching me inappropriately. And if your mom or your daddy is not believing you, then you go to somebody who will. You understand what I'm saying? Because honestly, sometimes when people don't believe you, it's that it's that fragile hurt that they have in they and in, in they in they heart of not losing that person because of some type of reason. And it ain't love. You understand what I'm saying? It ain't love. You think it's love, right? In your mind, you think it's love, but it ain't love. It's security. All right. Just breaking shit down for y'all. You understand what I'm saying? So listen, Nicole Murphy is out here just swinging, dangling, and having her hot girl summer. Yes. <laughs> listen, Nicole Murphy was out with a director, a famous director of some sort, and uh, she was spotted kissing the man. Now, this wouldn't be uh, a problem if... Um, the man that she was kissing, I guess, wasn't married, allegedly, right? So this man was a famous director. He's a famous director, black man. Um, and he was basically smooching her down. Um, the paparazzi, of course, talk, took a picture or somebody took a picture of Nicole Murphy. Listen, I need y'all to understand that everybody is everywhere with a camera. Okay. As much as people put their phone down there, as many as people, uh, shout out to Eric Badu, as many as people, uh, as many people as they are that put their phones down, there are a lot more people who have their phones ready to get your ass caught. Do you hear me? They are ready to see you F-A-I-L fail. Do you hear me? They are not looking for you to succeed. They're looking for you to fail. That, Nicole, my baby, was for you to fail. Now, you try to, I don't know who your PR is, but you try to PR it very great. Um, you tried to handle it very great in saying that you two were very much female friends. Listen, I don't care who the dude is. That's why I'm not saying his name. I don't care. Um, I just like Nicole Murphy because she's fine as hell. 
Um, she is a cougar that I have mercy. Yes, <laughs> have mercy on my soul. You understand what I'm saying? But listen, you cannot sit here and say, hey, we're, we're just family friends and then smooch down. Now, I do know a lot of, you know, I know that, you know, the cousins, you know, distant cousins and shit, y'all, you know, that shit gets down or whatnot, blah, blah, blah. You know, that's that, you know, whatever. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? But, um, fam, uh, Miss Murphy, fine ass Miss Murphy, uh, you handle this wrong. You handle, you, you kind of handle this wrong. I don't, I don't know what you thought you were doing. Um, you know, you probably, y'all was just, y'all probably just met up and said, Hey, oh my God, it's, I haven't seen you in years. How's life? You know what I'm saying? And listen, Nicole is at Wendy Williams age. They're like 50, past 50. You understand what I'm saying? So I feel like every 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 person that I meet over 50 does not give a blue fuck. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, every person I meet 50 and above does not give a blue fuck what you think, how you think, what you think about them, how you think about them. They ain't worried about you. They ain't caring about you. They living their best life. Do you hear what I'm saying? Everybody, and that's what energizes me to continue to live my authentic, unapologetic life. Because literally, I be seeing my OGs out here just dangling, <laughs> and Nicole Murphy ain't nothing but an OG dangling. <laughs> She's just an OG dangling, right? But at the same time, you gotta dangle in the right way. Right, you gotta dangle in the right way. You can't be just sitting here, just dangling, wangling, and swinging things. That's not right. You know, you have to dangle right. You know, Nicole. I think some people need to teach Nicole the ways of how to dangle and move. You know, have your listen. I said this last week on the uh, on the pod. Have your hot girl summer. Have your city boy summer. Have your city girl summer. Have your hot boy summer. But you gotta move. Be freaky, but be safe. Did y'all go listen to my lap? Did y'all go listen to that episode? It got some plays, but I think some of y'all need to go re-listening to it. I said, I said, I said it on the other. I said it on this week's show. You understand what I'm saying? Like you cannot, you cannot just keep dangling out here and moving the way you moving. You gotta move a lot more strategically and privately. It's 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 listen. It it is a it is it is you are able to move privately in the social media realm. You just have to do it. You just probably have to cut off some shit. You gotta know how to move privately. You understand what I'm saying? Everybody don't need to know your business unless you want them to. Right? And like I said, as many people as there are that have phones that they put down that don't sit here and record you, there is just as many. If not, if not more than that, <laughs> that have a phone ready for you to go viral and to get famous. Why? Because the Shade Room, Hollywood Unlocked, all of those social media news platforms that bring us all the news, not just not just, you know, just what CNN and MSNBC or, you know, your local news bring on, but all the news from around the world, even even the nightly news with uh, Brian Lewis or whoever doing that 
uh, show now. Um, even the nightly news don't bring you everything. You understand what I'm saying? So these three platforms, you know what I'm saying? The Jasmine Brand, Hollywood Unlocked, and uh, the Shade Room try to bring all, you know, all the news, try to catch up on, get all the news they can, probably better than the news. And you think that you're not going to be out here, Ms. Murphy? First of all, Ms. Nicole Murphy, you are a fine black queen that I would love to, to be a part of. Amen. Uh, <laughs> and um, I, I understand that you are a fine black queen, period. But ma'am, you are Nicole Murphy. Remember that? Your ex-husband is Eddie Murphy, right? So that's already status onto your name. You have to move different. Every time there's an elevation, you have to move different, right? When you elevate, your moves elevate. Every Listen, when you elevate in life, everything around you has to elevate. And if it does not elevate, you got to kick it to the side. I know that was a little quote, but listen, I just, I just wanted to put that in there. But um, let me see if we got any more call-ins. Let me see, see, see what happens. But um, let me just say um, that uh, I'm, I'm, I'm doing this Caribbean Summer Jam giveaway, right? And if you don't know, the Caribbean Summer Jam is a yearly event hosted by Ms. Angie Nelson, uh, who is the uh, founder of 616 Productions. Uh, shout out to Angie. And... Um, I'm excited because this was, well, I actually went to the Caribbean Summer Jam last year. And like I said in uh, this week's episode uh, on Monday, I literally said like, it was, it was, it was, it was something to behold. I think I got gypsied up in that bitch. I definitely got twerks out the ass up in that motherfucker. It, it, the drinks were strong as shit. I was like, oh man, I was I was already lit getting up in there. But man, it was lit. Like the drinks were the drinks were reasonable and they were strong. You know, like I went to Detroit and you know, went to 29 Nova. Let me tell you something. 29 Nova, I love you, right? But here's the thing. Y'all niggas charged seven dollars for a corona. Okay, maybe I've just gotten pampered in Grand Rapids too much because Grand Rapids is beer country of the motherfucking Michigan. You understand what I'm saying? And a beer here is like three, four dollars. You know, even a Corona is like four bucks. I mean, and I mean a Corona premium. You understand what I'm saying? Like their Corona premiums was like eight, nine dollars at twenty nine Nova, where you can get them like four or five dollars here. I said, who? I said, damn. I said, Joe, what's what's the difference between that Corona and a four dollar Corona? You you gonna give me some? Uh, you gonna give me a three dollar more buzz? No, hell no. Nah. We good. We straight. But let me just tell you, them drinks though, y'all make them bitches strong. Let me tell you, twenty nine Nova literally sits here, and li- I, they will literally pour you all liquor and a splash of juice. <laughs> literally, it is literally all liquor, and that's not my first time going to twenty nine Nova, but. Literally, they they pour you to the to the. I don't want to even say to the brand. They pour about eighty percent of liquor, maybe eighty five. I'm I'm giving it too low. About eighty five percent of liquor and fifteen percent juice. It's literally like liquor, 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 and they get the little uh the little you know the little juice thing, the little juice module, and that's it. I'm like nigga, that's it. That's all we doing. Wow. 
disrespectful. I was just like, yo, ain't no, ain't nobody got time for that. You understand what I'm saying? But let me tell you, these mosquitoes ate my fucking feet up. I am scratching like a crackhead right now, bro. Like I, bro. My mom was like, did you get some? Did you get some uh, alcohol? I'm, I'm, I don't have no alcohol. Okay, my funds is on hold until next week. Do you hear me? Okay, but uh, on the, but back to this Caribbean Summer Jam. Literally, Summer Jam giveaway. I will be giving away um, one free uh, general admission ticket to the uh, Caribbean Summer Jam here in Grand Rapids. So if you're in the Grand Rapids area or you would like to go to the Caribbean Summer Jam, listen. All you have to do is all you have to do to enter is go to my website at tyronzahicks.com. That's www.tyronzahicks.com. And click on the contact us tab. Fill it out. You don't even have to put your name. Just put your email and uh, put your Twitter or Instagram handle. All right. If I follow you on either, you can put both. Um, but it's one entry per person. All right. Make sure y'all put it in. And Friday at 7 p.m. on my podcast Instagram, I will announce the winner. And when I announce the winner, I will send you, I will transfer you over the ticket mobily. I will send it to your email. You understand what I'm saying? Because listen, I ain't got to I want everybody to have fun. And I've and, and honestly, honestly, I've been getting a lot of uh calls like, yeah, bro, I'm going, I'm going this year, I'm going this year. I'm like, oh, oh, oh. Because let me say this. I've always said that Grant, then I will continue to say it. And continue. Continue. Grand Rapids is a salt and pepper ass city. That's just what it is. Grand Rapids is salt and pepper ass city. Not pepper, pepper. <laughs> and the Caribbean Summer Jam for me last year, like it, it felt like the only time that black people all, or literally all the minorities came out and just had fun. You understand what I'm saying? Like just, I mean, the, to me, this was the one event like everybody was holding it in to come get a twerk and to twerk some ass. Like that's that's what it felt like. Because when I tell you, it was just ass shaking everywhere good times everywhere like i mean people just in high spirits drinking loving on each other like literally just just good vibes everywhere i was like so where the hell do y'all be at for real (laughs) i'm I'm looking around like where the fuck all these black people be all these black kings and queens i'm like nigga where do y'all be at because it was an NWA concert last year. And literally, people came right over from the NWA concert over to the Caribbean Summer Jam. And literally, it was it was, it was was a vibe. It was a vibe. Like I said, I got gypsied up in that bitch. I was dancing with a whole gypsy. Okay? I was like, whoa. <laughs> but listen, if you, can, if you don't want to sit here and enter to raffle for the uh, ticket... You know, and if you feel like you're not going to win, um, you can also buy a ticket that 20 bones over uh, on Ticketmaster or the $45 for the VIP section. So if you want to go to the Caribbean Summer Jam, go to 21 Row Live or 616productions.com or 21rowlive.com to, uh, and look up uh, the Caribbean Summer Jam and you can get tickets from there. All right, cool. So let's see, let's see what else we going to talk about today because I really ain't got Nothing on tap for real. You know it's the after dark. After dark and the li- oh ASAP, yo, Sweden, Sweden, 
Sweden. What the hell is wrong with y'all? I can't I can't even fuck with y'all. Now, now Sweden, y'all, y'all, y'all were like a top five country at one point. You know, I think I was a top five country for like two months running. You know? And now I can't fuck with y'all no more, bro. I, I can't come I can't I cannot fuck with y'all at all. You know? Like it just it just can't happen. Because now you got my boy Ace Rocky in prison and y'all not charging him with nothing. This man is in another fucking country. What? And then everybody was attacking ASAP because he said some comments about, you know, not really fighting, you know, not really trying to stand up for injustice and blah, 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 and all of that good stuff. Yo, let, let me, let me, let me break this down for you. Okay. To all the OGs and old heads that keep, that keep saying this and to like, yeah. And I, and what I mean, OGs, I do mean like maybe mid thirties to about upper you understand what i'm saying maybe like 40s upper because everybody has been saying like when he said this comment about really not standing up for justice and say he just doing him and everything like that he just want to do him for right now it was a past tweet or past post instagram post or whatever um literally everybody just jumped on well that's you know that's what you get you know what i'm saying like bro you know karma what hold up pause this ain't karma. This is injustice, okay? And the fact that a lot of you leaders, quote-unquote, are sitting here not supporting this is very obscure to me. Um, here's the thing. And Jeezy said it. Because this is the same... Jeezy had literally said he had the same incident. Same exact incident. And he walked free a day early. So this is typical racism. But now this is over the seas, international, worldwide racism that is now happening in front of our eyes. You understand what I'm saying? ASAP literally, uh, allegedly got attacked and then defended himself and whooped that boy ass. That's what happened. See, a lot of white people are scared to get their ass whooped by black folks. Now, I'm not saying white people can't whoop black folks ass. But if we see historically, without your whips and chains and shit like that and without your guns... We have a pretty good chance of whooping that ass. I'm just saying, I'm not trying to start no shit, but all I'm saying is, y'all needed shit to keep us in check. Slavery, right? Y'all need shit to keep us in check now. Policing, guns, shooting us, because you always feel like we're a quote-unquote threat. You understand what I'm saying? So, when any type of wrongdoing is happening to a white person, whether the white person is in the wrong or not, we're always looked at as the wrong, as the wrongdoer. And in this case, they're looking at ASAP as the wrongdoer. The prosecution hasn't even sat here and literally charged my man with anything. Fucking anything. So you're telling me my man is sitting in a jail in Sweden for almost three weeks now. Right. It's almost been a month and nothing can be done. That's not. No. And then y'all got our fucking. And then 45 is up there talking about, oh, yeah, I talked to the Swedish primate. Stop. Because allegedly. Right. Swedish uh, uh, Swedish law says, like, if they prosecute him and there is no evidence of anything. Literally, if they fucked up, they're going to have to pay him. 
Hello. Who wants to pay a black man for sitting here being wrong? Whoa. Pause. Let that sink into your spirit real quick. Who wants to pay a black man for them, literally for the government? Right? <laughs> right? <laughs> White? <laughs> who wants to pay the government? Who, who wants? The government doesn't want to pay ASAP. Because at the end of the day, ASAP defended himself. He really didn't do shit. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, he whooped your ass because you were doing too much. That's literally out here. And and Amanda Seals was talking about this too. Um, And I reposted a video where she was talking about fans should not get mad if creators like us or creators like her sit here and don't want to take a picture with you. Listen, listen here. If I don't want to take a picture with your dumb ass, don't come up and swing on me because I'm whooping your ass right the fuck back. Oh, God. Period. Period. Me and my niggas are going to beat that ass. Don't come up to me. You better ask me, can you take a picture? Can I take a picture with you? Absolutely. And I'll say absolutely. But don't sit here and just think you could just walk up. I don't know you like that, bro. You understand what I'm saying? It's not an obligation for celebrities, creatives to sit here and take a picture of you. The obligation, for real, for real, is just to support the work. For y'all to listen into the podcast. For y'all to share it. For y'all to sit here and, you know, comment or whatever. Engage. Like, as a fan of other people's other people's works, bloggers, other podcasters, other creatives, celebrities out here, singers, songwriters, producers, script, uh, script writers, um, 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 uh, movie directors, all of that shit. Actors, actors, all that. I go support them by looking at the movie. Like, I just, first of all, I just seen Cash Doll. Okay? Just seen Cash Doll at 21 or a lot. How would I look sitting up there like, hey, Cash Doll, give me a picture. And then she say no, and then I get upset. Like, what, you ain't gonna give my picture? And then start calling her all cops of names and shit. Like, that don't make sense. Why would I? She doesn't have no fucking obligation to me to sit here and, and get a picture with me. Same with Sherry Shepard. When I got a picture with Sherry Shepard, Sherry Shepard could have easily said to me, no, I don't want a picture with you. But she sat there and was like, no, come on, let's take a picture. Took a picture. There is no obligation for anybody to take a picture with anybody. So when you are a fan of someone, know this as a fan, because now I'm on both sides as a fan and as a creative, right? I recognize that about myself. When you're a fan, you have to sit there and be a fan. What that means is going to those concerts, right? What it means is maybe buying those VIP VIP, uh, tickets and meet and greet so you can sit here and meet your um, your favorite artist or whatnot. You understand what I'm saying? It's, excuse me. It's literally listening to their podcast and sharing it or listening to their show on YouTube or watching their show on TV and literally sharing that shit because we have so many more platforms to share and to let people know, oh, y'all should tune into this. Y'all should look at this and y'all should like this and shit. Y'all should read this. Y'all should, um, watch this or whatever. Come on now, people. 
They're not obligated. We are not obligated, right? We are not obligated to sit here and take no fucking pictures with you. We're not even obligated to say hi. We're not obligated to say hi to you, okay? We're not. We are busy mofos. I'm I'm getting into this new farm business, so I understood where Amanda Sims was coming from, and literally that's how I felt when it came to this ASAP Rocky, uh, Rocky case. So now, yes, it is racism. It is. And for and like I said to the leaders who sit here and say, like, ASAP shouldn't have said what he said in that post, bro, this man is young. At the age of, like, 21, 20, or 22, whatever, young-ass niggas do not want to be thinking about that. Let me, let me be clear, okay? Young ass niggas don't be wanting to think about marching and shit like that. I'm just keeping it one fucking thou while they just trying to get their money. That's not to disrespect nobody, but at the end of the day, that's not how they rocking right now. You understand what I'm saying? That's not what they doing. So respect that, but also help them. Don't just let them die to the side. Not even, and I don't even mean dying in, in, in the biggest way, but don't just let them just, just sit there on the sidewalk on the curb just looking stupid and you walking past. Oh, because they ain't seeing here marching. They ain't seeing here talking about, you know, racism and everything. Do you know how many of us talk about racism, discrimination, discrimination, all of that shit? Bro, it gets tiring. Coming from somebody who talks about it, it gets tiring. It gets annoying. It gets hurtful. Because shit like this... Shit like ASAP, shit like this hurts a heart. Yes, yes, he should be a little bit more conscious. But my nigga, he's young. We're fucking young. I'm not about to put a time. I'm not about to put a time on somebody to sit here and understand that. Oh, yeah, shit is going down in this bitch. Cause niggas just want to get their money. Niggas conscious out here. They ain't stupid. They just trying to get their bag. They just trying to fill their lane. They just trying to be in their lane right now. Everybody that's praising Jay-Z and shit, nigga, Hove wasn't even talking about all the shit he doing now. You understand what I'm saying? He be, listen, all glory to Hove. Do you hear what I'm saying? Being on his political shit, being on his inclusive shit, you understand what I'm saying? But back then, nobody was getting on his ass about it. Right? Nobody was in his ass. And all y'all are social media junkies. Y'all wasn't getting on them. Y'all wasn't getting on P. Diddy. Y'all wasn't get. Shut the fuck up. Fuck out of here. You want to sit here and talk shit and talk down on his name? Don't fuck. He gonna know who to fuck with when he get out of Sweden. Cause I bet you Jay Z is on the phone right now. On the phone right now. They got Kim and Kanye, and I don't even like Kim and Kanye like that. For real, like that. Just off the basis, right? But you can't deny they've been out here doing some shit, getting niggas out of prison, getting niggas out of jail. I can't deny that. So shout out to them. You gotta respect that shit because. Nobody else is doing it, or nobody has the ability to do it. So shit, we sit here and we and I'll be the one to say it. I, I know I've talked shit about uh, Kim and Kanye. 
rightfully so, because they, they deserve to get the shit talked about. But I will not sit here and discredit the work that they're doing with, with all this prison reform they're doing. The fuck? You doing it? Because I know I'm not. Or I, I'm not in the, in, in the, in the, uh, in the space to do it. I'm not, I don't even have the abilities to do it. So if they have the ability and the resources to do it, why not? For what? So listen, ASAP, I hope you, brother, keep your head up. I don't even know if you can hear this, but bro, I just hope you keep your head up. Like literally, I pray, I, I literally gave you a prayer last night. I was like, bro, that's a whole nother country. And the fact that he, to me, or it doesn't look like he has the support. You know, to me, it doesn't look like he has, he has the support like Meek Mill got the support. Let's call a spade what a spade is. To me, he doesn't have the same support that Meek Mill had. And Meek Mill wasn't even on his, like, political bullshit before he went to jail. Like, what do y'all say? Hmm. Y'all choose. Y'all pick and choose who y'all want to fucking support, dog. That's, that's to me, to me, when injustice happens, people pick and choose who they want to find justice with. That's, that's, that's what it is. And I feel like it's black people, too. It's everybody. But at the end of the day, I don't care how much you don't like this black person. Nigga, they're black. That's another son, another nephew, another one in jail for no fucking reason. None. For none. And the prosecution can't even sit here and get down with boy and even give him a, a like, even prosecute boy. Don't even got nothing to charge him with. And the fact that there is a lack of support, like it was Meek Mill, because I don't, I don't, and as much as I be on social media looking and shit like that, researching, I don't see as much, literally as much um, push through for ASAP as there was for Meek. I mean, it was like, it was lit up for me, for, and rightfully so. But my nigga ASAP said, he did one thing, and, and I think it's been, like, it's in the media, but it's definitely not like it was with Meek Mill, and that's a fact. And that just shows me, you pick and choose who you want to support. You pick and choose who you want to find injustice with. And for me, the same way I found injustice for Meek Mill and wanted him to get out of jail, no matter if I like his music or not, is the same way I want to find, uh, I'm sorry, justice for Meek Mill, the same way I want to find justice for ASAP, because it's ridiculous. Period. Period, period, period. And speaking of support, let me just end off with this note, because we're about to get out of here. Let me end off with this note, bro. What I've learned, right, because we will be celebrating uh, two years in podcasting. My, my second birthday in podcasting will be next Wednesday. Um, and here's the thing. I'll, I'll, I'll take away what I've learned so far, and I'll, and I'll, and I'll expand on this next week. Um, here's what I've learned so far in about two years of doing this is that people are going to support who they support right in reality it just not maybe it, it may not be you right so a lot of people who i thought were going to support me did not support me but support others you understand what i'm saying and that's just the reality you pick people pick and choose who they want to support now for me i try to support everybody now i know that's not I, I try my best to support as as 
as many people as I can. You understand what I'm saying? Especially people that I've seen come up with me, right? I don't care what entrepreneurship uh, path you're on. Everybody that's come up with me, everybody that has started a business around the same time that I have or, you know, started started something around the same time that I have or seen something uh, or seen you grow, you know, I've, I've definitely tried to be a big supporter, especially when it comes to social media, because when you sit here and look at social media, people are so fake around social media. Here's the thing. You can think I'm fake. You can think I'm real. I don't give a fuck. I try to sit here and I try to be as genuine as possible, sending out um, genuine love and genuine support to everybody that I can. And people are going to pick and choose who they want to support. Now, like I said, I've, I've talked about this in Burke Bridges. I've talked about this probably in every show after that. You understand what I'm saying? Like support is huge but you also have to understand that people are not going to always support you i remember when i started this shit i only had 10 people like i remember my first episode that bitch got like 10 plays in a week no yeah no was it 10 plays no 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 it got like no i'm sorry scratch that scratch that i had to think about it it got like at least 40 plays in a week you understand what I'm saying? Like that was my first, my first episode on the opinion, uh, on the opinion network. It was an, it was an app that I had, and I was on a, uh, I was actually on another network, and it was like four ninety nine for the network, and then I could just produce my podcast on my phone, right? You have to start at the bottom, right? You you have to. There's no elevator to success. You got to take the stairs, my baby. That's what it has to be. So literally, I, I I I went from a phone to my laptop, which I have in front of me. Went from my laptop to the frequent flyers blessing me with a microphone. Shout out to them. To now having about four mics right now, my own pair of headphones, my own like podcast adapter, you know, so I can switch up the headphones and shit like that and change the volume and shit like that. You understand what I'm saying? So it's shit like that. It's continuous elevation and the consistency and the persistence of me, right? Of my podcast, of my company. You know how many people have sat here and be like, have downplay. I've, I've talked to y'all about this. People are, are going to downplay your shit. People are going to call your shit little. Don't ever let nobody downplay your shit. Don't ever let nobody call your shit little. Oh, how's... How's your little? No, there's nothing little about shit because you want to come. Listen, it's going to be a time where you want to come on my fucking platform. Let's be fucking clear. There's going to be a time where you want to come on my platform. So you better watch what you say. And for me, I'm a great observer. You understand what I'm saying? I observe you. I observe what the fuck you're doing. I observe how you're moving. I observe what you're moving for. Okay, why you're moving? Why are you moving in this way that you are? Are you elevate? I unfollow so many podcasts that we're not elevating, bro. I tell people when you start podcasts, they have to be consistent. They are this. This is not a game. You have to be consistent in the podcast game. You understand? What I'm saying? Like Joe Rogan has over fourteen hundred podcasts right now. Uh, episodes why because he does them every day other podcasts have man 300 400 episodes 
Joe Budden has about 260. The Reed has about two, two, maybe like 240. Other podcasts out here are 160, 180. We about to hit 100 in a minute. And do you all think that Kane would just sitting here on my ass just talking? No. You have to research. You have to come with topics to sit here and do. So if you're going to do a finance motherfucking podcast, what is it going to be about? Everybody got it. It's many people who got to find. What make? What is going to make me sit here and tune in to you? Y'all tune in to me because I'm crazy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I'm going to bring you the real. I don't shy away from shit. Why people tune in to the Opinionated Brother podcast is because we practice authenticity, transparency, and literally um, the real. And big on honesty. I lost a lot of friends because of my honesty. And I don't give two fucks. You understand what I'm saying? Honesty is the best company. And if you don't like it because your fragile feelings got hurt, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. If that cut you, if whatever I said on this podcast in the last 90 some episodes cut you in any way, I'm not sorry, sorry. Because obviously you needed to hear it. Trust me, I've cut my own feelings. I've hurt my own self. Because I've said on this podcast that this is not only for you, but this is uh, for me as well. Do you know how many times I've had to listen to my own podcast and listen to myself, give myself encouragement? Come on now. Period. That's how in tune with me I am. That's how much I love the Tyronza Devante fucking Hicks. Do you understand? Do you understand me? I don't need nobody to sit here and tell me that I'm dope. I don't need nobody to sit here and tell me that I'm the shit. I know this. And I try to tell y'all that y'all are the shit, that y'all are dope to reassure you. I'm your friend. And as your friend, your friend is going to not only encourage you, but also tell you the real. And tell your ass to shut the fuck down. Shut the fuck up. You're moving too damn much. Or you're moving wrong. He gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you what's up. Because obviously y'all don't have good friends out here. <laughs> but no, on a serious note. Y'all have made this podcast dope. Every week I come here, we, we, we get into it. You understand what I'm saying? And it's dope, man. It's dope. You have to keep going through it. My entrepreneurial brothers and sisters, let me talk to you real quick and we're going to go. It's going to be hard out here for a pimp. You're building. You are building. It's going to take a lot of patience, a lot of sitting your ass down, a lot of thinking, and a lot of tunnel vision. To get to where you need to be. And let me say this. To a lot of my um, entrepreneurial brothers and sisters who have come up with me. Let me say this to y'all real quick. Stop acting like y'all still at the bottom. (laughs) Stop acting like y'all still at the bottom, bro. Because I'm here to tell you, we're not there anymore. And y'all know who y'all are. My bloggers, my podcasters. If I know you, whether I know you through social media or I know you in person, 
ones that I grew up with watching and shit like reading and shit like that, stop acting like you are still at the bottom because you're not. If you're down yourself right now, stop it. Cool it, quit it, and let it go. You understand what I'm saying? Stop doubting your ability to be great because you are great. And that's to everybody. That's just not to my entrepreneur brothers, but that's to everybody, but specifically to you guys. My entrepreneurs out there, be great. Be humble, okay? Be humble. Be confident in what you're building. Always walk into a room and know that if you if somebody asks about what you got going on, you are able to talk about it. Because I can't stop talking about my company. <laughs> and that's true. It's so true, Bill. God has blessed me in so many ways that I cannot thank him enough. I be, I, be, I don't even know how to say thank you. You know, I be trying to find all the, the languages to say thank you now. Because I, I just don't want to say thank you in English no more. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's dope. It's dope. And um, I just thank everybody who's been a part of this ride. All the new listeners. All my old heads who've been a part of this ride. It's, it's been a dope ride, man. And it's not even over yet. We haven't even sped the fuck up yet. Like, y'all don't even understand. We I have so much in the works for y'all. It's crazy. Crazy. Mad crazy. You understand what I'm saying? God, God, you have to have patience. Patience is a virtue. All right. Well, listen, we are about to get out of here. Make sure that you are following us on all social media platforms. Make sure that you are following me personally, Devontae, on all social media platforms. We are, um, make sure that you're following the podcast. On all platforms, streaming platforms, that is Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Popping, um, SoundCloud, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher Radio, Overcast Radio, CastBox. And you can also listen uh, to the podcast at my website at www.tyronzahicks.com. That is www.tyronzahicks.com. Okay. And you can listen to the podcast there. Um, let's see, we have a, like I said, on Monday, we have another Black Men Win, um, showcase interview coming this week, and I'm very excited about this one, um, so make sure y'all, um, make sure y'all, you know, make sure y'all be on the lookout for that, and like I said, next week, I will be on vacay, but that doesn't mean you guys don't get episodes, I, like I said, I will be in Toronto next week, um, from the 1st through the 6th. Uh, and I will be doing um, both my podcasts out there. Um, so get ready. It's about to be. It's about to be. You understand what I'm saying? That's why I said you got to be patient. You got to let God work. All right. All right, y'all. Y'all be good. I love y'all. And uh, peace out. Be good.